You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello and welcome back to Third Eye Talks. I am your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. I'm so excited that you're joining me for episode number 41. Oh my gosh. If you would have told me when I launched this podcast that I would have 41 episodes out there, I might have been like, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Isn't that the beauty of life? You're always like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. And then once you're there, you are just baffled by how you did it. So, uh, you know, episode 41 is going to be all about grief and more so more than grief. It's going to be about the superpowers that we attain uh, having experienced grief. So this is going to be an episode that although the topic is heavy, um, I want us to infuse a lot of light into it. And I want to tell you from my own experience, what has been some of uh, what have been some of the beautiful things that I've really learned through the process of grieving a loved one, uh, grieving loved ones. And, um, And what have been some of those really key things that I've seen over and over, not just through the loss and the grief of my own loved ones, but also uh, uh, processing grief and losses with my clients, family members, friends, et cetera. Believe it or not, there are some superpowers that really do come from some of these really terrible things that we have to sustain in in our lifetimes and in our journey. when I looked back at 40 episodes worth of Third Eye Talks, um, the thought came back to my head, which has lingered there, trust me, for quite some time, about how I had not done an episode about death, grief, and loss, even though it is such, if not the most important um, thing that we experience um, and that impacts our spiritual journey. Uh, but looking at it, I, I kept thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to put that off. I'm going to put it off another week. Um, and really, it didn't come from not wanting to share, but it came from uh, wanting to handle the topic in a way that is really uh, my own. And that is really the way that I handle uh, a lot of the things that I do, that I say, and the energy that I infuse into my projects and into everything that I do. Um, and of course, putting light to such a dark topic is not that easy. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. And so I kept thinking, how am I going to do it? How am I going to bring that forward? How am I going to be sensitive to the fact that some of my listeners may just have lost somebody that they love and and are really in the in the thick of that situation. Um, and how am I going to speak to someone who lost somebody, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago? Um, and how am I going to be able to, to infuse some sunshine into such a cloudy, rainy sort of topic and atmosphere? So I'm going to try my best. <laughs> um, I'm going to try my best. And I am putting this episode out because I know that this is, like I said, 
one of the most important things in our spiritual journey. Um, And I think anyone who has lost someone out there will agree and will say, spiritually, you are never the same after you lose somebody that you love and after you experience, um, you know, the death of a loved one. And so this has to be on Third Eye Talks, right? It has to be on here because what are we, if not really honest about the journey of spirituality? So let's get started. I'm going to go through um, probably one to three of the superpowers of grief, as I call them. Um, I had put, and that that name is based on an ebook that I did a couple of years ago when I first started my business, and it gathered a lot of attention, and that a lot of people really um, loved and wanted to to have, and that they really downloaded from my website. And I may actually, I'm going to go ahead and put it up on my website again under. Uh, the free ebooks category. I'm going to see if I do that before this episode goes live. So you can go there and read the entire ebook. It's not long. It's probably like five pages, Um, but it expands a little bit on some of the things that I'm going to talk about today. And I think if you're going through the process of grief, it would be really, really great for you to read that. So, you know, what are some of those superpowers? Um, when I lost, I, I've lost a couple of loved ones at this point in my life, but I would say still the big standout, and I've spoken about this before, is um, is Andres, who was my my cousin. He was really my best friend. We were close in age, and um, and we grew up together. And I just I adored him. He was my best best friend. Um, and Andres suffered a really horrible um, gun accident that could have easily been avoided. And his uh, accident was an accidental gunshot that went through his throat and um, and shattered his spine, leaving him quadriplegic. However, and I apologize, this is a trigger. So if you, you know, trigger warning, if you, you know, are in a sensitive place or you have been uh, impacted by you know, gun violence or suicide, um, you know, maybe pause and and come back at a later time. So, you know, just be warned. Um, When Andres was shot by his best friend, which was a mistake, um, they were very young. Uh, When his friend shot him, like I said, he shattered Andres' spine and Andres immediately um, was quadriplegic. Um, but he passed out from the gunshot and his best friend, when Andres was passed out, thought that he had killed him. And, uh, we don't know the full story. Um, but as it turns out, the best friend thought he had killed him and therefore the best friend shot himself and, and committed suicide on the spot. So as you can imagine, I can talk about that calmly now after years. And even then my voice is a little bit shaky, but, um, but after, you know, years of processing that, um, and processing that, that loss, my cousin survived the accident, uh, but he didn't survive for very long. Um, he was alive for a couple more years and then, um, you know, died from, the different things that come as part of being quadriplegic. Um, And so losing him was, as you can imagine, 
just one of the really tragic, tragic losses of my life. Um, and it's still, and this is a, a testament and anybody who's ever lost someone uh, will tell you the same. It doesn't get easier. Obviously I can talk about it in a, in a much, in a way that doesn't make me break down at this point, much, you know, much more so than a couple of years ago or when it happened, but it never gets easier right? Like talking about it is not easy. Um, it is still something that makes you shaky. And as you relive it, you're kind of, I don't know, you know, I can't talk for everyone. Uh, but I think when the loss is tragic like that, you just, you tell yourself every time you say the story, gosh, this happened to here, to me, to my family, you know, to, to these people that I love. This really happened. We're talking, you know, newspaper headlines and something just so tragic um, that it just, it's incredible. It's, and, and, you know, not incredible in a good way by any means, but just, you, you just can't believe it. It's unbelievable is the word I'm looking for. Um, that is something that is happening or that happened to you. But I will say, after years, after years of processing that event um, and those deaths and, and all of that, you know, such a tragedy, processing that years after, I've come to find that Andres's loss was the beginning of so many of our lives. And I can't speak for the other people in my family. I can only speak for myself. Um, but for me, his death and his accident, okay, right as soon as his accident happened, but also all the way through his death and thereafter, um, was what I think the beginning of my life in a, in, in a way that I had never lived it before. And so... One of the superpowers of grief, I like to tell people, is that you begin to see that death is not the end, that death is really the beginning of something. And I've never spoken to someone who has lost a loved one, who didn't begin a whole new phase of their lives, um, you know, a, a couple of years after processing that death, it, they begin to understand um, and the more you deal with death, the more you see this, um, it, death is really the beginning of a new phase of your life. And it's as though the people who decided to go before you, um, not only did they know this is the end of my journey, but also they made it that way so that you could have a new beginning to your life, right? It's as though they they experience death so that your life can begin and it's really it's an odd thing to understand when you're initially experiencing grief but the more the years pass the more you realize wow for me for example i realized andres's accident and his death was the reason that i began a journey that was something that i don't believe i would have done if i didn't lose him right? I became just so willing and ready. And this is really the second superpower of grief. 
I just became so ready and willing to go for things because death is that reminder that it's coming, right? Death is going, you're, you're, we're all going to die. That's one thing that we all know. We are going to die. And so when you see someone so close to you um, die specifically, and not only, but a lot of times when the person is young, uh, like Andres was, Andres was in his, you know, early 20s. It just seemed to me like, oh my gosh, this could be anybody and I, and it could be me. And I really have to go for it. I really have to wake up. I don't want to let the days pass like they're just normal days. I want to go for every dream that I have ever had. And I never had that thought before he passed. It only came afterwards, right? Before that, I was kind of like, ah, days come and go, you know, this is life. Let's just go with it. But the minute that I lost Andres, that we lost Andres, um, I just said, no, I don't want the days to pass doing things that are mediocre and just letting life pass me by. I want to go for it. And one of the things that I told myself was he was, you know, in his early 20s. So now it's up to me to live for me and to live for him. So I'm going to go big. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to live the life that I have always wanted to live. And I'm going to take the risks and I'm going to do the big things. So one of the superpowers of grief is that is this energy and this idea and this awakening to the fact that this lifetime is going to end and that there's no better time to go for the things that you are going to go for than this one right now, right? Right away. Let's get to it. That's one of the superpowers of grief. So even as, as dark as it is, as much of a loss as it is, think about that. You become someone who all of a sudden says, I'm not going to sit around. I'm going to go and live this life and I'm going to do it big and I'm going to take big risks. And that leads me to superpower number three, which is your viewpoint of life completely changes. So these little trivial things, and I, I write about this in the superpowers of grief in the ebook that I said, go download it. I'm definitely going to put it up. I feel like something is telling me to put it out there and who knows who needs to read it and see it. But one of the things that I put in there is that anytime you come, you brush death in any way, you really zoom out of the trivial things of your everyday life and you begin to see life in this really big panoramic view. Um, so as I was saying, one of the things that I discussed in the book is that um, I was driving to uh, Baptist Hospital here in, in Miami, Florida, where I live when my mom was hospitalized and I was driving around. I was so angry. I was like, no parking. Why is there never any parking in this parking lot? Oh my gosh, so many, you know, I was just, I was worrying so much about the parking and it was so like intense for me in that moment. And then I went in to see my mom and the doctors came in and diagnosed her with stage three cancer. And all I could think about was zooming out of that picture and saying, I was really worried about the stupid parking space this now here I am, right? On the verge of potentially losing my mother. This is big. This is big. 
not a dumb parking space. And so that's just one little tiny example of how death really helps us to zoom out of these little things in life. And it just brings us back to what's really important. So, and it happens over and over, right? I don't know about other people. Again, I can only speak for myself and the the people that I've helped and the experiences that I've seen repeat themselves over and over, but it never, that never stops. Whenever I find myself really focused on something really small, I always go back and tell myself, if today was my last day on earth, or if today was this person's last day on earth, is this what I would be focused on? Would this be important to me? Or even sometimes I'll tell myself in terms of time, right? In 10 years, is this going to matter to me? And I guarantee you that that is probably something that has come from having lost someone. And you always go back to that. Once you once you experience the death of someone that you love, you are always going to think of life in a more panoramic, wide view. And you're not going to be so focused on the trivial everyday things of life because you, you kind of learn, you see what life is really about and you learn how fragile and how short life can really be. And so you don't focus on those things as much, right? You focus out and you go, what's really important to me? And it's this, this, and this, and not that. So that big panoramic view is really one of those superpowers of grief. It's so beautiful to be able to remind yourself consistently that those little things don't matter and what is really important. That question is always there when you lose someone and you have been through, you know, the death and the grief process, you always remember that. What really matters? What really matters? Then Finally, um, and this is one of the, probably one of the biggest, biggest superpowers of grief. And it's the last one that I'm going to talk about today. Um, And I hope that if someone is going through the very raw um, part of grief right now, if you've just lost someone very recently or, you know, not too, not too long ago, um, I hope that this one helps you. And I, and I don't know if it will, but that is my, my hope, my desire, my prayer, um, is that it helps you. But honestly, death makes you a badass. Okay. (laughs) And that's really the only, one of the best ways that I can, that I can put it out there. Um, it just makes you a badass. You realize, gosh, if I was able to go through that amount of pain and live, what could break me, right? What could break me? I have experienced the very worst thing that could happen to someone. I have seen death. I have seen it. I have lived it. I have lost somebody that I, that I loved. I'm, I'm, I'm good. What what could happen to me that's going to hurt me this bad? And I've gone to this, um, to this place, for example, uh, I've lost jobs, right? And and I've seen and I've been part of massive layoffs, and I've seen people kind of lose their minds. Oh my God, I've, I've lost my job. Everything is done, and I'm like, huh? I, I've I've lost somebody that I loved, and I lived it. What's a layoff to me, right? What is, what is that to me? It means nothing. It's replaceable. I will find another job. You know, it's not replaceable. Somebody that I lost, and I did lose them, and I survived that loss. Right. So again, it brings you back. 
panoramic view, but also it just makes you really always ask yourself, mm, if I sustain that, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I can sustain anything. And it gives you that, that power that really comes from within. Um, and it makes you so much more spiritually aware and connected to the fact that you're always being carried by something, by some universal force. Because again, if you could get up and get through it, something must be there to help you because how could we do it by ourselves, right? So that's what I have for you in terms of the superpowers of grief. I do want to put a little note at the end of this podcast and say, you may not feel these things right away or for a really long time. And one of the main things that I tell my clients and that, you know, I've seen happen with my family, with myself and my own journey is let yourself be in the grief for as long as you need to be there. Okay. A lot of people are going to come and say, oh, you know, you have to move on or things are going to be okay. Or, you know, they could tell you whatever they want. The reality is people grieve differently. And if you are going through it, you're going through it. Let yourself be there. Don't rush the process. Allow yourself to be sad. Allow yourself to feel that loss. Eventually, eventually, if you give yourself that grace and you give yourself that time, you are going to come out of it and you are going to see these superpowers that I talked about today in action, in real life and in yourself. So I do want to tell you, there is hope that something will come out of this that is positive for you, even if right now you're there. And, it, and if you're there, it's where you should be, okay? Where you are in the process of your grief is exactly where you're supposed to be. No one should rush you and you shouldn't rush yourself. Grief is one of those things that we have to process because if you don't process it now, you are eventually going to be called to process it later. And so take it in now, process it now, allow yourself to be in the grief Allow yourself to feel that sadness and my hope, my prayer, and my, you know, my intention and the intention that I'm setting forth for you in the universe is that with time, you see these superpowers and you make the best of them for yourself and that it makes you feel like it's time to live your biggest and best life because we've got to make something out of these losses right? We've got to gain those superpowers and we've got to go out there and make a difference. Andres is responsible for so much of what you see me doing. And I hope that whoever the Andres is in your life, that that person is also going to create beautiful things in your life through their loss. And that with time, you will be able to see the beauty in everything that you are doing and that they are a, a product and the starting point from which you do so much of what you're doing. I wish you luck. I thank you for listening and I'll see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Bye. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. 
Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information, believeitlifecoaching.com.